This is Advice for Life with Lynn, Season 2, Episode 9. Today's issue, How to Blend the Blended Family. How do you keep from saying anything negative about her mom? Or have you ever let anything slip? A tone? Be honest. You know... It's not until recently. (laughs) We've had a great relationship with her mom up until recently. And it's only because recently Jordan has expressed that she wants to live here. So that's created some tension. You have problems? She has answers. Getting down to the nitty gritty with people who know what they're talking about. This is Advice for Life with Lynn. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at AdviceForLifeWithLynn.com slash Audible. I love the word free. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from. You can get them from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hi, everyone. All right, let's get this party started. Do you guys remember the Brady Bunch? The 70s TV show where the mom and three girls marries the guy with three boys and they live in this nearly perfect life together as a blended family with Alice, the housekeeper who I wanted. I still want Alice. Uh, It was a TV show, you know, so every problem was solved in like 30 minutes. Who didn't love that? Most of us are either in a relationship with kids from another marriage or maybe thinking about dating somebody who has kids and they really have no idea how challenging it is to make this combination work. The term used these days is blended family. You know, his, ours, theirs, together mix. When I met my husband 20 years ago and he told me he had kids, I was really excited because I thought, this is fantastic. I get to be with a guy who has experience in the dad department. He knows what he's doing. Uh, his kids were five and seven, and they were adorable. And I knew absolutely nothing about raising kids. I didn't. I don't even think I liked kids till I met them. <laughs> anyway, um, so you know, when you're dating somebody with children, you have to compromise a little bit. You have to compromise your time. You have to deal with a little bit, maybe of ex-spouse drama. And if you say you don't have any drama, you're lying. Um, when you marry somebody with kids, everything intensifies. You know, like dating times ten. I remember telling my husband's kids um, that we were going to get married and we were sitting on this green couch and his son looked at me and said, can I call you mom? So I was 29 years old. I was innocent. And I said, you know, sure. Why not? Sounds good to me. Well, that started a huge firestorm with his mom, which years later I could understand why. But at the time I didn't get why everybody seemed to be out to get me. Like I'm the nice one. As a step-parent, there were times when I felt like I was in the most unappreciated, overlooked, and unacknowledged role, yet expected to be there emotionally and financially. No questions asked. And there wasn't a lot of information out there for blended families and stepmoms. I think the best support we can get is from the people who are doing what we want to be doing successfully. Let me say that again. Did that make sense? I think the best support we can get is from people who are doing what we want to do successfully. Today's guest, Jessica Campbell, is a terrific stepmom and mom, blending her family successfully. She's going to tell us how we can blend kids from another marriage, or maybe dating somebody who has kids from another marriage, and handle everybody's different emotions and lovingly, and accept it all without going crazy. (laughs) Time for Lynn's Confessions. Top three things on my mind. 
Number one, I really hate the word step. Step kids, step mom. Who thought of that? Probably some guy. Number two, I remember when my husband and my kids and I stayed in my husband's ex-wife's home for my stepkids' high school graduation. Did you get that? I need like a dry erase board. Okay, so my husband and my kids stayed in my husband's ex-wife's home for my stepkids' high school graduation in another state. That was so mature of all of us. I wish everyone could be like that all the time because we're not like that now. Number three, I'm addicted to shellac nail polish. The person who invented that should invent a new name for step parent. Background check. The background on today's guest, Jessica Campbell has a lot of experience and a lot of things. She graduated with an MBA in finance. She was once a financial planner. She's probably great with a checkbook now. She is now a business owner of a thriving events company called Jessica Campbell Events, specializing in planning impeccable, gorgeous weddings. She's a proud mom to the cutest little boy ever, Kingston. She's a brand new mom to a baby girl. In fact, she's breastfeeding her now in front of me. She's like three weeks old. She's married to sportscaster Donovan Campbell. Donovan, um, you can see Donovan on the Fox station, my station, WSVN in Miami, Florida. And Jessica is a stepmom to Donovan's teenage daughter who lives with them in the summer and on the holidays. She's got a lot going on. Welcome, Jessica. Thank you for having me. So how old is your baby? Uh, this little girl is three weeks old. So you're here doing a podcast with me on how to blend a family successfully while you're breastfeeding your newborn. Yeah, yeah, why not? <laughs> what motivated you to say yes to this at three weeks? Because I, I adore you and I feel good. You know, I'm, I had a really great pregnancy and I feel good. I'm not getting that much sleep naturally because she's a newborn. So I nurse her throughout the night, but I feel really good. And I just wanted to be here and, and be on your podcast. God, Jessica, you're <laughs> bomb diggity. Okay. I'm move this mic here. All right. Take me back to when you first met Donovan. Um, you've been married five years, right? Yes. We've okay. been married five years. Yeah. Okay. Do what you need to do. Oh, baby girl. She's got a little cold. She's so cute. Okay. So you guys been married five years. And so you meet this guy mm-hmm. who has an ex-wife and a kid. So tell me the whole story. Yeah. So, okay. So I meet Donovan through a mutual friend at a lounge, actually really close to WSVN station. Um, it used to be called Barquette on the Bay. It's now called Trio on the Bay. But a mutual friend introduced us and we really just hit it off right away. Um, you know, just had great conversation and we're dancing, just having a good time. And my friends and I would go to that lounge once a week and we would always see Donovan there. And again, we just continued to hit it off. He asked for my number. We went to the movies and we just really liked one another. Um, and then I had the, the, the pleasure of meeting his six-year-old daughter at the time back in 2008. She was six, Jordan. And um, she was just such an adorable girl, looks just like her dad. And I had never dated a guy who had children before. So there wasn't a sense of apprehension, but more curiosity. Like, oh, you know, I wonder what this is like, you know, I, I wonder if this little girl is going to want me around or not want me around. And it was just, there was just a lot of curiosity, but it turned out really great because Jordan and I established a relationship from the very beginning. I remember the first time I ever went to Donovan's condo, 
um, he was like, oh, I want you to meet my daughter. So she was there and we were just coloring on the floor and talking about Miley Cyrus at the time <laughs> when Miley was all nice and innocent. And now she's probably not into her at all. Yeah, not into her at all. But um, it was just, there was just a lot of curiosity mm -hmm. and, and getting to know Jordan, but she was such a lovely girl and she was still at that young, impressionable age. So she really accepted me from the beginning as someone that, you know, at first, someone that her dad just liked to hang around. She was seven? She was six at the time. Six. That's a mm -hmm. good age. Yeah. And by the way, you guys are hearing, she's got, so <laughs> Jessica's got her newborn baby. She's burping her. And can you hear her gurgling? I, I can't. Women and mothers are incredible. Multitasking. Okay. So it wasn't like so you were curious and it wasn't a turn off it wasn't like oh god did 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 he have an ex-wife or no he didn't have oops okay sweetie you want the other papa do your thing okay let's go to the other one i know i know it's hard it's hard baby it's hard. oh because she's cloggy mm -hmm. she makes a lot of noise anyway though she's oh, a she noise maker she Look just out. grunts and... <laughs> She's probably going to be a talker. Yeah, I think so. So they were never married? Yeah, so they were never married. Okay. Uh, they were in a relationship for, I think, like six years, and they had Jordan during the course of their relationship. Okay, so you, even though you don't have a... He doesn't have an ex-wife, he has the mother of his kid, which is an ex. Right, right, right. Okay, so... Um, did you think like, Oh God, I got to deal with that. Or you were kind of clueless. Actually, I was just totally innocent and clueless. Mm -hmm. You know, like I said, it was the first time I had ever dated a man who had a child. So I, I didn't have any negative thoughts. I was really just, you know, liking Donovan. Donovan was liking me. And my very first experience of meeting Jordan was such a pleasant, optimistic one. And it just continued to be like that. I mean, Donovan and I started to spend a lot of time together very quickly. Um, so I, because it was summertime and his daughter lives with him and now me <laughs> during the summer, you know, I had spent a lot of time with her when Donovan and I first met over that summer. Well, mm -hmm. no, we met in March. And so then I met her in like May. Um, but yeah, there was, you know, there wasn't any drama. There was just, she was just a precious six-year-old who really liked my company and we clicked right away. And, you know, I've had the opportunity now that she's 14 years old to really establish an amazing relationship with her. And, you know, you mentioned earlier that you don't like the word step and I'm totally the same way. In fact, I call her my bonus daughter. So when people are always like, oh, you know, so how many kids do you and Donovan have? I say, oh, well, we have two kids together. And then, you know, I have a bonus daughter because I married her dad and got Brilliant. a bonus. Yeah. Oh, so you never really call her my stepdaughter. Oh, I never call her this my stepdaughter. This is my I've bonus daughter. I've never called her my stepdaughter. She calls me her bonus mom and I call her my bonus daughter. Oh my God, that's brilliant. Yeah, you need yeah. to copyright that. I know, right? <laughs> what an honor. Yeah. She pro that probably made her feel really included. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what's important when you have blended families to help make sure the children who are getting to know a new spouse, you know, of their parent to make them feel included. I mean, because at the end of the day, we all know she's not my biological child, but you know, you want to make them feel included. You love them, you know, dearly and so much as if they were your own child. But I think just making them feel included is what's really important. And I feel like a lot of bonus kids out there really have great situations because at the end of the day, you know, she has a mother who loves her and a stepdad who loves her. Then she has a dad who loves her and a bonus mom who loves her, you know? So she has two Christmases, mm -hmm, two birthdays. Mm -hmm. I mean, she has all of these people, even my mom, who is technically, you know, her, her step grandmother, mm -hmm. you know, treats her like that's her first grandchild. So it's just really a good situation that we have. And I just and adore that, Jordan. And that, that is the, that is the idea of the bonus. More people love you. Yeah. Tell me a bad story or tell me, tell me a time when you were challenged and you were like, God, can I, can I really, 
blend this family well? Well, now that Jordan's older, you know, I know she wants to spend more time with her dad. So that's really tough. Um, And it gets sad sometimes when we have to like fly her back to Chicago to, you know, be with her mom. But so that's a really hard thing for us because her mom, her biological mom is in Chicago with her stepdad. And then, you know, we're down here. But the bond that Jordan and her father have is so incredible. And so it's really hard that we only get to see her during the summer and during Christmas break. And, you know, Jordan expresses a lot that, you know, she'd like to spend more time here, but it's difficult because we're in two different states. You're in high school now. You know, there's a school year that you have to abide by. So things get difficult. And I think that's when I want to pull my hair out when I'm like, you know, I know she's my bonus daughter. She's not my biological daughter, but... I want her here, you know, and it's almost like I don't want to sound selfish because she has a mother who's alive and well. Um, But it gets tough because, you know, she's such a huge part of my life. And obviously, she's a huge part of her dad's life. You know, that's his firstborn. That's the apple of his eye, Jordan, you know. So I think that's the toughest thing for us right now as a family, because when we um, when she went back, when did she go back at the end of this summer? Mm -hmm. You know, we were like crying and Kingston was crying like it it gets tough, you know, and the older he gets the more he's like, wait a second, where's my sister going, you know? So that's the challenge that we have in our unique situation. How do you keep from saying anything negative about her mom? Or have you ever let anything slip? A tone? Be honest. You know, it's not until recently. (laughs) We've had a great relationship with her mom up until recently. And it's only because recently Jordan has expressed that she wants to live here. So that's created some tension between her mom and us. And how, so how do you, so you have, you know, this bonus daughter says, I want to live with you. You agree, you know, your husband agrees. How do you keep from letting the tone slip or letting it, Um, or has it, I mean, I guess, you know, you're human. You know, I'm human, so I can definitely say that not my tone, but my facial expressions. Mm -hmm. So even if my tone is perfect, Mm -hmm. because, you know, at the end of the day, she's a child and you never want to bring a child into like adult business. Um, But I think my facial expressions tell on me more than anything when, you know, I'll say stuff like, you know, I just wish people would do what's best for the child, um, meaning Jordan. But... I can't hide my facial expressions. So I think I think because I know what her wishes are and because she's 14, you know, she's older. She knows where she feels she could have, you know, a great life and, you know, positive relationships with, with the people that she lives with and things like that. I think my facial expressions give me away sometimes, even when my tone might be okay. But I try my best to not, you know, really even talk about her other family members <laughs> in front of her. But yeah, it gets it gets because tough why? sometimes. Because just out of respect, you know, she's uh-huh. this is her mother, you know, and, right. and you, you always want to talk negatively. Yeah, you don't right. want to talk negatively right. about anybody's parent mm-hmm. ever. Um, but you know, sometimes there are things that go on, and you know, when when you're someone who's rational and 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 you know, you cognitively know what's good for a child and what's not good for a child, you're kind of like, Ugh. you know, your face can kind of tell on you, as mine does sometimes. So there's a little part of you that thinks you know a little more than uh, what's best for her than her biological mom. I don't want to say I know what's best for her. I just think that different people raise kids differently. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that because Jordan has voiced where she would like to be, I think it's important to listen to a child um, who's 
almost 15 years old because they may have legitimate reasons. Do you feel like they're not listening to her? I don't know. I don't know. You know, they're in Chicago. Mm-hmm. You guys don't really talk. Mm-mm. So you wouldn't do what I did. She would invite you to her house for. We've Jordan's. never been close like that, oh, though. I see. Well, yeah. we haven't either. This was that okay. was just a phenomenal <laughs> miracle. Yeah. But we've never been okay. close. I mean, they've always lived in Chicago since uh-huh. I've known Donovan. Um, Have you met her? Yes. Have you talked to her? You guys don't really talk. Talk. Mm-mm, we okay. don't talk. I mean, we've we, we're, we've been cordial in the past. Wouldn't it be nice to talk? Okay, you're like the stare. The stare just is getting me, giving me. No, what I'm saying is, what here? I guess I'm, all we can do is come from our own so experience. You know what it is? Yeah, this is the thing with with my experience. Everything you know from the time I met Jordan in 2008, I because I was you know naive and and and, and new to um, dating a man with a child. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to approach a woman whose child I'm spending a lot of time with. You know. Right. So I'm a very friendly, bubbly person, and yes. no, I'm um, right with you. I, right, you entered the right, den, right, the lion's right. den. Not everybody's like me, which is fine. So I have just, you know, kept my distance um, from from my bonus daughter's mom, and things were fine up until recently. Up until Jordan expressed she wanted to live with us, it made us, you know, wonder. Well, what's going on? Why do you want to make such a drastic change and leave your friends and leave this and leave that? To come Good to question, Florida, yeah. you know. Um, have yeah. you ever put yourself now that you're a mom twice? Have you ever put yourself in your bonus daughter's mom's shoes? Like, could you say goodbye to your daughter at fourteen? Oh, absolutely! I put myself in her shoes, okay. and I totally understand where she's coming from. One hundred percent, I totally understand. You're just kind of like in the middle, like. Man, I wish it's this just, could work out. It's just tough because, yes. you know, certain things that I actually can't talk about that, you know, I that I'm privy to and, and, and things that I know that I can't talk about. But when a 14-year-old is like, I don't want to live there anymore, it's mm-hmm. like, why? And then mm-hmm. when you investigate a little bit and you try Family to understand life. why, it's... um. It's just one of those things where it's like, you know, I feel torn. Like a lot of times I try to just stay out of things because I'm like, this is her daughter, you right. know, like I wouldn't want anybody to say, you know, th- you know, Kingston or Kingsley um, are my bonus kids and I want them to live with me. I wouldn't want that, you know, but I also know what type of parent I am and no one would really have grounds to stand on to say that. It is hard not to judge. Um, it's just like almost impossible because we're human and you're not there. Right. You're only hearing her side of the story. You don't right. really even talk to her mom. Right, right. And they're not together for a reason. Mm-hmm. I I completely understand. Yeah. But it must and be And see, the, the, the important thing is, though, despite all of that, mm-hmm. you know, adult drama that anybody potentially is going through with a blended family and biological parents and being a bonus parent or step parent. Um, you know, you always just have to put the kids first, you know, and um, it's, it's just difficult because when you're in a relationship and you're having children with that one person, and these are the only children both of you have, things are a lot simpler, you know, it's, it's, a, it's not a blended family. But when you have to consider, you know, that, that your, your bonus child's other parent you have to consider that parent spouse. You have to consider that their children together. I mean, it's just, it's way bigger than just Jordan. You know, Jordan has other siblings, um, you know, from her mom and her mom's current husband. Um, and then, you know, he has other kids and, you know, there's just, there's just a lot going on. What's your best advice for women dating a guy with kids? Okay. So my best advice for a woman dating a guy with kids is you know, as soon as you meet this man and as soon as he discloses he has a child or children, 
immediately know if that's something that you want to be a part of. Because you, if, if that's not something you want to be a part of, you need to just go your separate ways immediately. Because I think what happens a lot of times, and what I've seen, unfortunately, from, you know, some of my friends is they really, really, really like a guy. Mm-hmm. That guy really, really likes them. They really mesh well, but they're not so happy about the fact that he has kids. Because, you know, of the stereotypes, oh, there's going to be, you know, ex-wife drama or baby mama drama or the kids may not like me or the kids, you know, have an attitude or whatever the case may be. Um from the moment I met Donovan, I really, really liked him. And fortunately, I had the opportunity to meet his daughter and just fell in love with her right away. So make sure you're up for it. Yeah, make sure you're up for it. Because if you're not up for it and you fall in love mm-hmm. and then you move forward with marriage or anything, you're entering into something that you really don't want to. So I just think it's really important for people to understand that if you're dating a guy who has kids, make sure you're okay with the fact that he has kids. You know, don't make it like, I like him so much I can deal with this. Yeah. Make it so that you want the whole family. Like, you want to marry the family. Yeah. Like, oh, I got to tolerate this. Yeah. Like, when, when Donovan and I became engaged, Jordan was so excited and I was so excited to be her bonus mom. I was like, oh my gosh, like, I get to be a wife and a mom like that. This is awesome. And so, if you're not excited, oh my God, then right. run. Run. Because there will be drama. Right. There will be drama, even if you have, I'm telling you, we had such a great, you know, a cordial, I should say, relationship with Jordan's mom for such a long time. Um, I, I, let, me, let me speak for myself. I had such a cordial relationship with, with Jordan's mom for such a long time. And only recently since Jordan has disclosed she wants to live with us and, you know, has it not been as cordial. Right. And so anything could happen. And this is coming from a woman who had a a very great situation mm-hmm. for years and only recently has it has there been some tension and has it turned a little sour and not only should you be up for and excited about being a mom and a wife instantly be ready to share be ready to share money oh yeah time definitely emotions definitely because all that's instant mommyhood. Yeah. Would you instant. agree with that? Oh, I agree with that 100%. Um, when Donovan and I got married, I think Jordan was nine. Yeah, she was nine years old. And instantly, you know, if, you know, I, I never thought, you know, because when you're married, I, a lot of people don't think about your money's your money and right. his money's his money. You know, our money is our money. Mm-hmm. So immediately, you know, I had a child and, you know, his finances and my finances were not only going to our bills or vacations, but they were going toward Jordan. You know, I was, I didn't have the mindset of, oh, well, she has a mom and she has a dad. I don't need to contribute. No, not at all. This is my bonus daughter. So just mm-hmm. like she's my daughter, I need to help contribute. So I just feel like if you're dating a man who has a child or children, get ready to want to happily be a wife and a mom. Your three top tips on dating a guy with kids. Number one, ask yourself if you really want to be a part of this whole thing, the whole ball of wax. If From the beginning. Kids. From the beginning. Ask yourself, is, it, is this what I want? If it's not what you want, run. Find a guy without kids. Number two, uh, work at the relationship. Uh, with the child, which it sounds like you did innately, but that's great advice. And respect the biological child's parent. Never say anything bad. Try not to have any faces. You're human, whatever. Yeah, we're human. Just try. (laughs) Uh, And listen to the kids. Listen to them talk. And number three, remember that you're not there to replace the child's biological parent. You're just there to add to their life experience. That's key. I think the one thing I would add to that is continue to make the child feel special. I think for me, even with my own kids, with my three-year-old, now that we have our three-week-old, 
I still carve out time to make him feel special. So mm. I'll say to Donovan, okay, you know, Kingsley, our, our three-week-old, okay, she's sleeping. Can you hold her? Because she loves to be held or she'll wake up. <laughs> so can you hold her? I'm going to go upstairs and play, you know, what are those cars called? Hot Wheels. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play with the Hot Wheels cars with Kingston. And, you know, I just try to give him all of my attention when I'm with him so he doesn't feel like he's in competition with his little sister. Right. I you know, implore people to do the same with their bonus kids, even if they're other kids in the relationship or not, but to just really find some time where you can carve out away from their biological parent who you're in a relationship with or who you're married to, just you and them so that they know they have a relationship with you outside of you just being the spouse to their parent. Um, just as an example, when when Donovan and I celebrated our five-year anniversary, June 25th, I put up a post like, oh, you know, happy anniversary to my amazing husband, blah, blah, blah. But then I put in a separate post of a picture of Jordan and and myself saying happy anniversary to us. Because on that day, that's the day where I legally became her bonus mom. So I felt like not only is it an anniversary, yeah, Mm -hmm. not only is it an anniversary of Donovan and myself for our marriage, but it's an anniversary for Jordan and and myself as bonus mom and, and bonus daughter. So I think, you know, just doing little special things that don't even take any time like that, just constant reassurance that your bonus child it makes your bonus child feel like they're loved and they're a part of the family and that they're you're not trying to replace anyone and that you care about their feelings and you respect their parent and you know just all of that stuff it's challenging and it takes work but naturally if you married that man you married his family and you're up for the work if you if you win as far as marriage you better be up for the work <laughs> and don't give up if your bonus kid isn't into you. Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't give, give up. up if your bonus kid wants nothing to do with you. Yeah, because it just takes a little bit of work. A lot of work. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jessica. I think you gave great advice, not only for step-parents or bonus parents, but just for parents in general. My pleasure. I mean, we're all a work in progress. I'm still a work in progress. You know, no, nothing's oh perfect. God, you're near perfect. No! Just tweak your face. <laughs> <laughs> I need to tweak my face, though. That That is what I need to do, you know? We're, we're all human, but... It just takes a lot of work and a lot of love. And if you have the love, the work will come easily. My God, that was so beautiful. (laughs) Remember, girls, you're marrying the family, not just the man. If you want to get in contact with Jessica on, she's all over the place. Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, jessicacampbellevents.com. A reminder to everybody, submit your questions on adviceforlifewithlynn.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free email. You'll be the first to get my weekly blog on how to live consciously and peacefully. You'll also get access to my free happiness guide when you sign up. Also, I'm looking for guests with different ways that they can help the Advice for Life with Lynn followers. So reach out. Maybe if you think you've got something to say and you want to be on the podcast. Lastly, please subscribe and rate my podcast on iTunes. I really care about what you think. So tell me how I'm doing. I want your thoughts. The links are in the show notes and also on the website. I want to help as many people as I can with this podcast. So your shares, your subscribes and reviews help us gain visibility in the iTunes store and they help us reach more people. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. And remember, there is nothing we can't talk about.